Welcome to Illivision. Psyche, mortal woman turned goddess. Look, all women are goddesses, but in this episode we discuss Psyche, a mortal woman who was turned into a bona fide goddess, and who ended up walking the halls of Mount Olympus itself, hanging out with the Olympian gods. But it all wasn't handed to her. After all, this is Greek mythology where tragedy is guaranteed. She had to endure much adversity during her journey from mortal to immortal, and for love to triumph over despair. It all began in a kingdom where there were three sisters, beautiful princesses. Two sisters were married, but the third, Psyche, was so extraordinarily beautiful that no man had the courage to ask for her hand in marriage. Psyche was so beautiful that those who came into contact with her thought that she might be the goddess of beauty herself, Aphrodite. Many came from neighboring lands just to see her radiant beauty. So captivated by this epitome of beauty that many turned their worship to Psyche rather than Aphrodite, thinking that Psyche was some new divinity. This, as you can imagine, made the goddess Aphrodite very angry, and it is unwise to make the gods and goddesses angry. They're pretty sensitive on the best of days. Aphrodite, racked with jealousy, devised a plan to get rid of her rival. She summoned Eros, the god of love, who some say was the son of Aphrodite, though Hesiod says that he was one of the primordial gods, those who existed prior to the Olympians and even the Titans. Whatever his origins, the god of love he was. He was armed with a bow and arrows, golden arrows to make couples fall in love and lead arrows to make them detest each other. Aphrodite instructed Eros to shoot Psyche with a golden arrow to make her fall in love with a hideous monster. But when Eros came upon the sleeping Psyche, he was so taken by her radiant beauty that he fell deeply in love and whisked Psyche off to his luxurious home, defying and displeasing Aphrodite. Waking up, Psyche found herself in a magnificent palace, glistening with gems and a bodiless voice telling her that this was her new home. She explored the palatial residence, totally in awe of everything she saw, and eventually fell asleep in a large, magnificent bed. She was awoken by a presence in the room. She could not see its face. She was terrified, but a calming, non-threatening voice told her that there was nothing to be afraid of, that she would be treated very well, and that all here was hers, including him, that they would be together forever. Love, or the god of love, swept over Psyche, and she gave in to his warm embrace and kisses, kisses as soft as whispers. The only thing that the god of love asked of her was that she never look at his face, and if she did, she would lose him forever. Psyche agreed. Psyche surrendered entirely to love with this entity, who treated her well and loved her, but only came to her at night, and whose face she could never see. By day, she remained alone in the palace, and after some time, she grew rather lonely and missed her home and the company of humans and faces. 
she asked the mysterious lover to be able to visit her sisters. He said that she should, but that she should not breathe a word of her circumstances. Psyche, reunited with her sisters, told them of her magnificent palace and the wonderful gifts that her husband gave to her. They became green with envy. When Psyche divulges that she has never seen his face, her sisters convince her that this entity must be a hideous monster. Psyche was racked with curiosity. On returning to the palace, night fell, and her love arrived as usual and slid into bed beside her. After they enjoyed their sweet embrace, and her love was asleep, she lit a candle and shone the light on him. She was surprised that this was no monster at all, quite the contrary. He was the most handsome man she had ever laid eyes on. He was a god, literally. The god Eros. The excited Psyche's hands trembled, and as a result, wax dripped onto the god who awoke. And an angry awakening it was, as he had been betrayed. Psyche had broken her promise. Eros vanished as he warned her he would do should she cast eyes upon him. She ran from room to room trying to find him without success. Distraught, she left the palace and so began a long and lonely quest to regain her love, twice contemplating whether to kill herself. She was so sad and so lost that when she came across Pan, God of the Wilds, that nymph-chasing rogue, even he took pity on her, and instead of taking advantage of her, as he would normally have done, he pacified her and gave her advice, counseled her as to how to find and reunite with her love. Psyche wandered from temple to temple, trying to find her Eros, to gain any information that might help her, and it was not long before Aphrodite and Psyche finally came face to face. Since her first attempt at revenge had not worked, Aphrodite now had a second chance to get back at her rival, Psyche, and stated that from that moment on, Psyche would do her bidding, in effect, be her slave. She has Psyche complete ridiculous tasks out of spite <laughs> and jealousy, including climbing a perilously high mountain to retrieve water that flowed into the river Styx. Like Pan, Zeus in the form of an eagle took pity on her and helped instead of taking advantage of her as he too might have ordinarily done. Aphrodite then has Psyche venture into the underworld, hell itself, where first she has the daunting task of getting past its guardian, the savage three-headed dog Cerberus. She asks Psyche to retrieve a box from Persephone, queen of the underworld. Having retrieved the box and escaped the perils of the underworld, Psyche opens the box, wondering whether it might help her in some way. Opening the box, she breathed in its contents. It was a last breath, a breath of Hades, a breath of death. She fell lifeless to the ground, her despair and torment finally at an end. Eros had heard of Psyche's unwavering determination to reunite with him and said enough is enough. He implored Zeus to intervene. Yes, he had offended Aphrodite, but Psyche had endured too much. Their two souls were destined to be together for an eternity. He suggested that Psyche was deserving of immortality and that he would marry her. 
Zeus was swayed by Eros's deeply emotional plea and agreed to welcome Psyche on Mount Olympus. Eros went to the now-deceased Psyche and, as he had before, gently kissed her. Again, a kiss as soft as a whisper. A kiss of life. Psyche was revived, as was their love. Eros lifted her up to the home of the gods, Mount Olympus. Even Aphrodite was there and surrendered her jealous treachery in the face of such love. Psyche was given ambrosia, the food of the gods, and in so doing became a goddess herself, walking the halls of Mount Olympus, the home of the gods. Love had triumphed over despair and adversity and these two souls, destined to love each other for an eternity, were reunited. Immortalized in myth, the enduring nature of their profound love and Psyche's journey from mortal to immortal goddess serves as a timeless symbol of the power of love and resilience of the human spirit in the eternal pursuit of pleasure, happiness, and love.